Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to the Johto Quorum. They said it couldn't be done, uh, but actually it wasn't very hard. We just we just decided to do another podcast. We just decided to, baby. It's the Quorum, oh, and we're back. Boo. boo. I can't get new not, material. I can't get any new material at all. That's me at Aaron Sorkin, honestly. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. It's Alan and Six from the Jota Quorum back with a vengeance. You thought we were done. You thought we we put we put the hung up the Pokeballs once and for all, and the Pokemon Company said, "Hey, here's a little bit more content." And we said, "Okay." Um, we we yeah we said Danny Trip voice okay okay uh, and they said hey guys um, we have a little bit more Pokemon for you as previously announced the expansion pass for Pokemon Sword and Shield second half came out uh, recently that would be on October twenty third twenty twenty and this is uh, Bottle Crow Reborn a Dota two podcast about Dota two nope don't use that take. <laughs> October 23rd, 2020. It's the Crown Tundra expansion. Um, Six and I played it. Um, Six, I want to start by asking you, uh, first of all, how much of this did you play? Just so I know what our scope is here. Uh, So I actually played, I would say, um, I... How to quantify this? I did pretty much all of the Reggie quests. Did you do the three quests? Uh, Yes, I did three quests of the Reggies. Uh I... uh, well, it's it's the the Reggie quest is one quest technically. It's sort of like a meta quest. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I but it's like but there are like the th- the th- I think there are more than three. But like getting the, getting the Reggies on like each individual part of it. Yeah, I did the Reggies. Uh-huh. I did um two of the three birds. Okay, and I made some progress on the other one, and we'll talk about why I didn't make more. Oh God. Um. So yeah, that. Uh, I guess I can spoil. I made a ton of progress, and then the game hard crashed. Oh no! On the Calyrex, and one? I lost. Yeah, I talked to Calyrex while he was possessing our new friend, and the game just cut back to the Switch dashboard, and I lost several hours of progress. Oh and god! And I was discouraged and stopped making progress. <laughs> that's so frustrating because that's like the one. That's the one I I kind of did for, I did first because it's called Legendary Quest One, and. It's the one that like introduces you to the most of the map. The other two are kind of like fetch, but more fetch questy. Um, mm. Well, well, let's get into it. So talking about the crown, the crown tundra. This is an expansion that, unlike uh, the Isle of Armor, is less focused on battling and more focused on exploration and capturing legendary Pokemon. Uh, the main new system is the Max Raid Dungeons, which are a single player or co op uh, series of Max Raid battles that you can do with rental Pokemon only which um, I really like. I want to start by saying I think yeah. that's one of the coolest new features that they've done uh, because it provides a really nice co-op incentive to play Pokemon, like with your friends. If you want to say, hey, let's just play some Pokemon, and you don't have to be like, oh, well, one of my friends has a that level 100 shiny Zera aura from before. Like, uh, They can't do anything with me. It's like, no, we're all going to get level 70 rentals, and we have to do, I think it's three or four max raids, and then if we get to the end and we survive, then we get the Pokemon at the end. Um, yeah, I feel like it works on multiple levels. One is like you can't be like, oh, I'm not going to be at any use, right? Because like, because because I'll be too weak, um, or I'll be outclassed. Also, it means that the barrier to entry is much lower because you just as long as you can show up, you can get what you need. Yep, you don't have to bring any Pokemon and, to the Crown Tundra technically. Right, and then also there's the layer of uh, 
my brain stopping, <laughs> um, that you can't like one man this, right? Like it, you can't be like, oh, I'm so leveled that like it doesn't matter if I have teammates. That's not going to happen because you are forced to use a rental Pokemon. And so you can't be so strong that you can just ignore your teammates. Exactly. Um, and if you're strong for one fight and you prepare for fights along the way, you're not going to be ready for the boss. And if you prepare for the boss, you might not be ready along the way. So you're kind of like you're not even sticking with one Pokemon. Um, you have a total of four feints through the whole dungeon, which is it can get pretty tough, honestly, especially when you start doing some of the weirder uh, battles. Um, but I really like that that feature. I tested it single player and multiplayer. Um, so far, I've caught like Suicune, a regular Moltres, not a Galarian Moltres, which is pretty neat. Uh, and a couple of other things that I don't remember right now. But I think Suicune's like the tutorial one anyways. Um, mm -hmm. And it's also, the, you know, there's a currency attached to it. So for those endgame people like me who just want to grind something in Pokemon, you can do this to your heart's content. And you can, this is the method with which you can catch every legendary that has existed in Pokemon outside of the new friends. Um, yeah, this is this is their like part of the thing is with this feature they are like okay now we have everyone now you know <laughs> Smash Voice everyone is here everyone right? is here uh, the Pokedex is now complete the National Pokedex um, you can get everyone and except you can except also not get everyone them. everyone well sure but like you know you can you can get everyone yeah. Um, and the way they do it also feels right because there's a degree of like. And I like, I don't know about you. We'll talk about this, but like with the legendary birds, the new legendary birds, the Galarian forms of them. I tracked down a bird, my first bird, which was Galarian Zapdos, uh -huh. and um. I fought it, and I had to reload the save a few times because uh, it was hailing, and so it kept dying to hail. Or yeah, that's right. Was Zapdos um, dying to hail? Zapdos is the one that you fight in the regular wild area. Right, but it chased me. But I into chased it into an area where there was hail. Ah, you know? I got so, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had to reload a few times, also because it would just kick. You know, it would just kick out whenever I would throw a Pokeball. Right, right. Um, but I finally caught it, and then I was like, you know, actually, I mean, like that was a pain in the ass, but it didn't feel that special. It just kind of was, you know. Yeah, I last night kind of fell into a flurry where I did the quests in. A different order than you did. I did the Calyrex stuff, completely finished that. Then I did the Reggies, which I really, really liked. And then I did the Birds yet last night and today. And those were kind of stressful for me. I think it's an interesting take on the idea of roaming legendaries because, you know, in the old games, a roaming legendary meant Entei is now on Route 2. And you're running on Route 2, and occasionally you're going to see Entei. And then if you miss him, then he runs to another route. Um, but in this, they put a bird on each island. So they put uh, Galarian Zapdos on Galar put Galarian Moltres on the Isle of Armor and they put Articuno in the Crown Tundra. Um, but it, for me, it just really boiled down to like, I find their first spawn point and if I don't catch them, then I reload the save because their first spawn point is always the easiest. Right. I don't, totally. I, I'm not here to like literally chase these guys around. Like I'm playing, uh, like I'm in a Roadrunner cartoon. Mm -hmm. Cause that's how the Zapdos one felt for me where it's like, you basically have to chase Zapdos around the entire a wild area before he finally stops and it's like all right i want to fight you now you just have to basically trigger the fight um mm -hmm. they're all a little annoying because articuno which what gave me the most stress uh when you go up to it it like turns Splits into three, three and you have to hit the yeah. right one if you hit the wrong one it's it sprints away and i was just having bad luck with pokeballs on that one but i eventually got it like you said zapdos runs away from you and you have to just chase on the bike and then moltres basically flies a certain flight path over the isle of armor 
and mm. if you intercept it on that flight path, then you then it'll fight you. Um, I think we'll talk about these designs when we get into ranking at the end. But uh, mm-hmm. again, I thought that was okay for a capture quest. Um, but the thing it made me like, you know, as I was like with um, like with the the quest where um, you're doing the the mega raids, right? Yeah, that felt good, right? I thought those like those felt like a fitting way to get these Pokemon. The encounter felt like weighty, yeah. you know, and all your your all, all, all your friends are there and everything. Um, but with the you know with the birds, like I guess the thing it has me asking myself, why do I want I, these? I'll, well, not that. I mean, I I still want the like man Galarian Zapdos. Oh, Very again. good. We'll talk about it later. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I wonder how much. I have affection for the mechanic of like, okay, I've hit this Pokemon down to like one HP with false swipe and paralyzed it. And now I'm just going to throw 5,000 ultra balls at it. I don't know that that works for me in 2020. That doesn't feel very compelling to me. No, that's then that's my biggest complaint with this whole expansion is they built a beautiful new map with all sorts of interesting opportunities for you to explore and find things. And every route ends with hit them with their attack that gets them to one HP and put them to sleep and throw 800 ultra balls until your either your patience or your ultra balls run out. Um, mm. All of them are like that. Even the Reggie's are like that. I just had better luck with those. Um, mm-hmm. Cause again, the max raid ones, like if you get to the end, you will catch it. You don't have a catch chance on the end of it. As long as you beat the fight, you were against- oh, is that that makes sense? Because I accidentally against uh, the first, you know, against the Suicune, the first big fight, I accidentally threw a Pokeball, and I was like, "Fuck! I meant to throw an Ultra Ball." I guess that's and it's like, no, no, it didn't kick out. Okay, weird. It's interesting because I think max raid battles in the main game you don't have a guarantee, but mm-hmm. in this you do probably because you earned it. You know, you did four fights to get to it, so they're like, "All right, you can just have it." And like, the odds of getting a certain one are kind of annoying. So I think for farmers, that just makes it fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the birds, I was just like, "Do I really enjoy this?" Like, I'm just using my Gallade that's like trained for a cat to be a capturer, and Articuno doesn't go to sleep because it's surrounded by mist, so I can't even put it to sleep. Ugh, I guess I'll just throw seventy-five fucking Ultra Balls at it. Okay, I did it. It's not very rewarding. The getting to them no. is kind of fun. But mm-hmm. then you get there, and exactly like you said, I totally agree. It's just, what, like, what do you think Pokemon Company can do to make legendary capturing? I mean, I think part of the answer is do stuff with more like max raid battles, treat it like right. a boss yeah. fight. Absolutely, I think that's I think that's a large part of of what you need to do, is you need to make it this experience where. <sighs> It feels like fitting for the moment and you're not just relying on like don't make it you can make it a grind but if all you're relying is grind that's not going to sell us you need to make it have the appropriate tension I think right it's a type of tension that I'm sure some people like you know they enjoy the the little uh, percent chance on that stuff but you can really game it like the trick the trick is set your time tonight and use dusk balls they have a higher chance than ultra balls. I don't want to just mm-hmm. do that every time. That's such a pain in the ass. That's not how I want to play Pokemon. Like, I'm good. But, yeah. again, I, I'll, I'll roll back and say that the sort of build-up to why you're catching these birds and what, what's going on in the Crown Tundra, I think, is a really good framework for this Pokemon trainer who is now the champion is going on for other adventures. Like, ultimately, mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway with, with Crown Tundra is, like, I want them to do this setup for expansions and maybe games down the line where it's like, 
hey, your guy's already really good and experienced, and we know you're good. Here's a ticket to a new island. You know, it's it's the it's the, like I never we never got an Orange Islands uh, expansion in the Pokemon games, but this sort of feels like that where it's like you're already good. We know you're good, but don't you want you? There's more stuff to find, and there's secrets here, and all sorts of little treasures, which I think is part of what being a Pokemon trainer is—is is like searching that stuff out. Um, you receive a ticket, just like the Isle of Armor, to go to the Crown Tundra, um, and you get a little bit of narrative at the beginning and at the end. But they kind of drop the narrative in the Crown Tundra outside of the Calyrex mm-hmm. quest line. Um, you meet a guy named Peony and his daughter Peonia, who he calls Nia, um, and Alan. I, yes. It's peony. It's a type of flower. Pe- it's peony, peonia. Mm, okay. I don't know. I was reading in text. I don't know what to tell you. Um, where have I heard peony before? I don't know. Peony. Oh, you're thinking of peyote, which Hell is yeah. different. <laughs> peony definitely does peyote or has at some point in his life. He's, if for people who've watched uh, the same cartoons that I have, he's kind of the Greg universe of this world where it's just like, oh, this guy's sad. And he's smiling his way through how depressed he is. Um, he really wants his daughter to like him. He's an explorer. She hates it. She wishes he would stop trying so hard. She's got cute pink hair and she fights alongside you in most of the max raid dungeons. But otherwise they like, don't ever interact. You just kind of meet both of them. And she's like, I hate you dad. And he's like, damn, someday she'll be impressed and be want to be an adventurer. Anyways, you want to go help me catch Calyrex? <laughs> um, I was a little disappointed by how little of that there was. Cause I thought he knew was really fun as a character. Um, Mm-hmm. And like his little uh, title cards for each quest, when it's like the sacred bonds of sovereign and steed, and you're like, yeah, okay, Peony, let's like this is cool. But I wanted to see more of him like being with his daughter. I don't know if that's a weird complaint. But Sword and Shield in general guess... hasn't done much with narrative. It doesn't. It's not surprising that they're not doing it here. Yeah, if there's anything, it's just that I. Um... I commend you for maintaining your standards and optimism (laughs) because I went into this and I was really impressed by basically the whole expansion just because after Isle of Armor and and Sword and Shield base game, my expectations were pretty low. Mm -hmm. Well, I think they realized they're like, oh, this is nice. Exactly. They realized that people aren't mostly like me. Most people don't need a story. They're like, just give him a map and a bunch of shit to do and they're going to have fun for 20 hours. Uh, which I think is it's a better thing to focus on, but uh, yeah, the Calyrex quest I can just I can briefly go down. You do a bunch of fetch quests. Um, Calyrex is a legendary Pokemon that is like the king of Bountiful Harvest. He's got a giant head, and he also has the power to possess humans, which is a bit dark for Pokemon, but not that dark considering what we've seen about ghost types. Um, and also, I mean, like it's a, he's you know there's there's history of this Mewtwo. True, true. We haven't seen that in the games in a while though. That's true. Like explicit possession stuff. But he possesses Peony for the majority expansion to talk through him. And has you get the reins of his steed. And then he needs the seeds so that you can get the food for the steed. Basically, he wants to be reunited with his horse because people don't believe in him anymore. Um, You talk to all all the old people in town and in Freezington. And they're all like, I don't know what Calyrex is. That guy seems fake. Also, man, the name of our town is really on the nose and sucks. <laughs> yeah. Why do we live in a town called Freezington? No one thought that was like stupid. And try and grow things. <laughs> and try to grow. I mean, yeah, it's a farming community. Um, I like. I don't think it's 
good necessarily, mm-hmm. but I did really enjoy like the way the the Calyrex uh, peony interaction is to the degree that it's like, oh, I'm having a cutscene with Calyrex, and Calyrex clearly wants to talk to me, but can't. And then Peony just randomly shows up, like, hey, I felt like I was needed over here. Sometimes he'll say like he'll he'll be like, oh my god, he, he like kind of starts saying something gross or whatever. He'll be like, oh, I smelled so bad, I smelled like possession. <laughs> It's, it's very funny. It's a little like I don't think it's 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 really it's really clumsy, but it's charming. Yeah. Um, right. And I do also like that when Calyrex, at least the first time Calyrex possesses him, Calyrex is like, uh, "Hey, I hope he doesn't mind. Like, I really appreciate it." <laughs> and it's like, okay, at least you like, even if this is you know possession stuff, which is kind of messed up. You're as as the author, you are turning the audience and being like, "Hey, it's okay. It's Listen. fine." <laughs> It's not like harmful. He's not like being damaged by it. Sorry, he probably has a fetish about it. It's good. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's why his daughter is like, "You're weird. You're like getting possessed by Pokemon." <laughs> um, but basically, this just leads you on a fetch quest where you plant a seed based on which which legendary you're going to want, uh, the dark one or the ice one, and then you basically are told to travel all the way to the top of the mountain at the top of the Crown Tundra, where you can finally go to the temple. Uh, and face uh, Calyrex mounted atop whichever steed you chose him to to be on, and then you catch it, and he says, "Good job." That's that's the whole quest. It's a great excuse to see the whole island because there's huge chunks of the island that the rest of the expansion doesn't take you to. Like the Reggie stuff, kind of makes you poke into corners, uh, and the birds take you off the island mostly. But this is the only quest that like requires you to see the entire island. And this is one of the big problems of uh, of the um, of the Isle of Armor was that there was a ton of island there, but they gave you very little reason to actually walk around it unless you're like, I guess I'm going to go on this big diglet hunt. But otherwise, like the the actual like campaign of the game gave you no reason to do that. Right. The the equivalent of the diglet hunt in this one is actually, in my opinion, a lot worse and way less exciting. Um, did you catch any of the footprints that Sonia tells you to get? Uh, Sonya didn't talk to me. <laughs> okay. Well, you made it. I think it's like after a certain point of the Calyrex quest, um, you find Sonya and she takes up residence in one of the houses and says, I'm investigating Pokemon footprints. There are legendaries here. And they're like little pairs. Oh, it's going to be Ultra Beast, isn't it? No, no. Uh, that's, that's a different no. thing. There's like little pairs of feet on the ground and there's like three different types of feet. Uh, and they spawn randomly. So you can't look up a guide where they are, but they spawn in certain zones. And each one gives you 2% research data. And you need 100% research data. And then what is your reward for all of your work? Well, it's uh, Cobalion, Terrakion, and Verizion. <laughs> the, like, least cool legendaries of all time. So I was Wait, like, not even, not even like, if you get all three Caldeo? of them, If you get all three of them, you get Caldeo. Okay, well, Caldeo is cool, so I guess that's all right. But that's a but lot that's... of fetch questing to get Caldeo, though. Yeah, like a lot. That's true. I I got like maybe eight percent on all of them, and like I was kind of looking for the footsteps. It's a that one sucks. Some of the like tertiary side quests, I'm like I don't care to go back to this, and some of them I do want to go mm. back to. But mm. um, so the Calyrex quest is pretty good. Like I said, that character is cool, and the idea of like mythology I've always been into, and like what do people believe in in the Pokemon world? I think is fun. Um, mm-hmm. with the second one, like we mentioned, or the third one rather, I guess is the the birds. Uh which you get all of them, and then Peony's, Peony's just like, good, you did it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, no narrative behind that one whatsoever. There's hints about them, but it really just means go to each region. 
Um, mm-hmm. I liked the Reggie one though. That one basically has you go to a different temple in like alcoves of the Crown Tundra, and there's a you know reg- rock, ice, and steel. And then uh, the fourth one is one temple, but depending on which floor pattern you tap on the ground, you get one of the two new Reggies, uh, Reggie Ileki or Reggie Drago, which we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that one also, he's like, good job, you did it. <laughs> like, there's really only narrative for the first one. They kind of like ran out of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the like the methods to um, open the doors are sometimes kind of fun, right? Where like one of them, um, it was like, oh, the, here's you know, here's Reggie Steele's in here, and like, how are you gonna open it? Well, you need to have a note that pierces steel. It's the whistle. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so like first, what I first did was it was bad timing, right? Okay. Because on my way there, like five feet in front of that ruin, a bronzong spawned. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's a bell, and it rings like metal. So I went and caught it, and I brought the bronze on over there, and nothing happened. And I was like, what? That what? one's not intuitive. Uh, and I looked it up, and they're like, you should whistle. And I'm like, wait, you can whistle in this game? Yeah. <laughs> you really only ever whistle if you need to like get flying types to come down and hit you. That's the only reason to whistle. Um, mm-hmm. Or to make your following Pokemon come back. They also brought back following, which also ties into one of the other ones where it's like, you have to have a, a, a Pokemon made of crystal ice follow you. And it's the Crygonal. It's Crygonal. Yeah. And then what was mm-hmm. the third one? Oh, it was uh, you have to put something else at the front of your party. Oh, no, you have to have put something that was holding an Everstone at the front of your party. Yes, yes. That's that what was it. Was. it. So I gave Zero or an like, Everstone. I felt like I didn't have to catch anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But you get all three of them, and then you get the fourth one. I thought the two. I thought those two are cool, but we're going to rank them in, in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. And then... The laugh you do all three of those are like the three main quests. So you get cre- you get like a the end at the end of those, and you're like, wow, I did it. I beat I beat Crown Tundra. That wasn't too bad. And then there's the fourth quest, which you have not seen yet. Do you mind if I spoil for you what the fourth quest is? This one's actually kind of cool. Uh, go for it. Um. So yeah, spoilers for Crown Tundra quest number four here. Uh, Peony and Peonya are like, hey, you should go check out the Max Raid layers again. And you go there, and they're like, I don't know why, but there's things that are in the Max Raid layers that aren't Pokemon. And you guessed it, folks. It's time to catch every single Ultra Beast in the game. And if you Yeah, get... here's the problem, is they foreshadow this accidentally. Oh, yeah? The first time you... T- when you talk to the, um, the like, the Dynite Ore vendor... Yeah. They have Beast Balls. Right. <laughs> they totally saw And I was balls. like... And so and so I was like, okay, so Ultra Beasts are in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're hiding in here. <laughs> um, and then P- uh, Peony's like, I'll only finish this quest if you find the one I'm looking for, and it's Necrozma. Like, you just have to get... Sure. But you, it's random which one you get, so you just have to keep going in until you get that one. Um, I haven't finished that one, but that's going to be my fun. Like, I just want to do an Ultra Beast layer and catch a couple Ultra Beasts. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine the version is like you gotta find the one I'm looking for. It's Guzzlord. It's Guzzlord. <laughs> it's Stack Attack. Oh. <laughs> you're looking for Necrozma, and you're like, damn it, Stack! I got, <laughs> I got the stupid electric tree again. <laughs> this is so many. Zerka tree. U- yeah, Zerka tree. Yes. I got so many useless. Lego. <laughs> So Buzzwall, the ripped buzz. Uh, oh God, I forgot about Buzzwall. Faramosa, <laughs> the hot lady. Oh God, yeah, they're they're dumb. I'm not in no rush to do that one. And then there's like bonus stuff. Have you heard about the spirit tomb unlock? Did I tell you about this? 
No, I don't know anything. So Spirit Tomb has always had weird unlock conditions. Um, and the way that you get Spirit Tomb in this game, it's actually the one I want to do next, but we're in this little corner of the tundra where the tree is. Uh, there's like a gravestone in the back. And if mm -hmm. you go there and you turn on online and you get at least 40 people to spawn and talk to 40 people, uh, Spirit Tomb basically says, all right, there's enough human activity here that I want to rise up and then you can fight Spirit Tomb. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, you have to talk to 40 humans. That's super obnoxious, but that's really it's, cool. Yeah, there you go. That's my review of the Crown Tundra. <laughs> that's super obnoxious, but that's really cool. Um, I haven't done that one, but yeah, I, that's, that just sounds like a fun time. Like, just park yourself there. And I'm sure plenty of people are, like, farming that one, so it's it's probably easy to do. And then, Now, and will be impossible to do in a month. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Reggie Gigas is, like, you need both version-exclusive Reggies and the three in your party, and then you can fight that one. Those are the... Mm -hmm. Only secret ones that I can think of off the top of my head without looking it up. Um, but yeah, legendary Pokemon. I love them. I love keeping opening my collection up. Uh, this is more fun to me than going to the Isle of Armor and realizing like, oh, I can catch Nidoran now. Cool. I did it. Though also, first po first Pokemon I saw on the Crown Tundra was a Nidoran. Yeah. So. Well, no, yeah. Nidoran's actually new to Crown Tundra. I'm trying, I couldn't think of something that's new to, to Isle of Armor. But I mean like regular Pokemon yeah. that are just exclusive because they decided they are sure aren't sure way less fun than like oh hey guys it's ho-oh mm -hmm. there's apparently also starters in this I'm sure when they say like you can catch a, a mudkip in the crown tundra they mean you can get a rental mudkip in uh in the lair because I didn't see one like running around but I could be wrong um hmm. but yeah this like I did I did see I did see a rental war turtle yeah so I think that's how you so. get like squirtle is you get the rental war turtle and you keep it um, huh. but yeah, the new Pokemon, new catch all the legendaries. Again, I'm not in a rush to get all of these, but I still think that the max raid layer thing is really fun. Yeah, I I am overall honestly quite impressed with with Crown Tundra. After we were pretty down mm -hmm. on Isle of Armor, but this is cool and I like it. It me too. And if you don't like a new area, when you finish the first three quests, you can do the Galarian Star Tournament, which is close but doesn't exactly hit the high of the gen 5 the best part of gen 5 the all-star tournament where you can fight mm. old gym leaders instead it's like you can fight alongside any gym leader from this game or from th or the opposite version so i was able to mm. like fight with the well actually no i had what's his face the ghost boy is in shield so i don't think i got the sword gym leader but you can like fight oh, along you didn't you didn't get you didn't get bay bay's the best which one is that She's the she's the like silver haired like karate lady. Yeah, I did not get her. That like gets a million pieces of fan art, some very inappropriate. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, no, I got the adorable ghost NB who wears a mask all the time and doesn't want to be talked to. Um, but yeah, you get to like team up with one of them and then fight people and then you fight Raihan and uh, what's his face Leon at the end and they're like, congrats, here's a million pokey dollars. It's a very easy fight, by the way. So I was like, cool, <laughs> but. I don't know. I think this is a good capper on Sword and Shield. I think they, they kind of like brought back a little bit of goodwill for the fans. Um, these legendaries are some of the new ones are really sick. And like they figured out what makes expansions good. Like add stuff that's engaging and fun, even though, you know, I have like a hundred shiny legendaries in my box. Because that's that's the trouble, right? Is like if you're going to make yeah. an expansion, you either have to adjust to the fact that I'm overpowered or remove my overpoweredness. And they do both of those. Do you, th do you think this is going to be it? Um, For this one, honestly, maybe. It's been a year. 
Uh, I just think it's been long enough that they could stop it here. If they do like a whole second expansion patch pass, I mean, I wouldn't put it behind the Pokemon company. They did just do Pokemon home a couple months ago. So like people are still enjoying their teams, but Mm -hmm. I would rather they work. Okay. If you were going to create with new, new legendary dogs, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, you got to do one with a knife, and it wears the knife on its back, and then holds the knife in its mouth. Okay, uh, that's or is that just a, is that just a is that yeah that might just be a downgrade of the sword one, I guess. Mm-hmm. I want it to be more like agility type or whatever, but I guess that's kind of nothing. Um, you want a you want like a kunoichi. <laughs> yeah, I do. I understand. Um, I understand. What about a, a a dog with the bow on its back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, is this just now we're designing Pokemon? That's where we've gotten to. All right, you're you're right. I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, it's fine. I love it. I'll retire in shame. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about some new designs and add to our ranking? You know, I would absolutely love to. Fuck yeah, I'm excited. Um, we actually got one new Galarian type, technically. Uh, uh we actually got a bunch of new Galarian types. Did we? Am I looking at our bad we got list? Birds, birds are. Oh Galarians. sure, I was thinking of those as new legendaries, but yes, we got a new Galarian evolution, and then Galarian birds, and a bunch of new Pokemon. So, how would you Indeed. like to tackle this? Well, I think let's tackle it. Um, let's tackle it in. <sighs> let's do it. Yeah, mm, let's do in Pokedex order. Okay. Let's go to Galarian Articuno. Okay. Galarian Articuno, look is, I love this purple. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's beautiful. Uh, she has like a a mask that's like three parts, and makes her look like a masquerader or something. Well, it looks to me. It looks kind of like uh like a, I don't know, like a cartoon like thief mask, right? Like oh yeah, or like uh you know it's the what's it called? It's the domino style mask. Yeah, from X Men. This is a famous yeah well. Is, I don't know if it's. A, I guess Domino has a Domino mask, but Domino is just a generally accepted uh, ma- uh, half mask. mask shape. Yes. Like uh, um, oh oh oh. But like, might, what's his face? Might be named after Domino. I don't what's know. What's his face from Gundam Wing? Uh, uh, it's Trollo. I mean, it's not. Oh um, sure. Kind of. I mean, I'm thinking more like 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 Mister Incredible from The Incredibles. Oh. That, like just the very minimal, just like the black over the eyes, basically. I think of that as like a thief's mask, but I just but now I see what you're saying. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. So Galarian Articuno, it's feathered like blades. Oh, okay. Blades are composed of psychic energy and can shear through thick iron sheets as if they were paper. Um. And then in shield, known as Articuno, that's not what. <laughs> known as Articuno, <laughs> this Pokemon fires beams that can immobilize opponents as if they'd been frozen solid. So we're taking so, the idea of cold and ice and power, and we're kind of. Uh, so it's like like Articuno's like it's it's you know like it's cold like temperature wise, and then Galarian Articuno's like it's cold like it's a bitch. It's cold like your life wise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the mood. Uh, Oji Sama Articuno's my friend. Uh, Articuno Articuno's ice flying. Galarian is now psychic flying, mm-hmm. which I guess is where the purple pinkish comes from because that's how you can mm-hmm. usually tell. Um, so annoying to fight. So fucking annoying to fight. <laughs> Just hate it. It's like uh, piercing beam attack does too much damage. It's got uh, a bunch of like agility raises so that you miss or whatever like evasiveness so you miss all of your attacks. Just a pain in the ass, and I like that about it. <laughs> I think that's great about it. Yeah. 
Um, just a just a real a real prick. <laughs> um, I think it looks like a really. You can see the lineage of Articuno, I think, in a way that's great. Like mm-hmm. it has, um, it the wings are similar, but they're a little more sleek. It um, it has that head crust, but it's like smoothed down. Mm-hmm. It has the same t- like streaming tail, but it's a little more like sleek and shiny. Um, and so I think it nails the the Galer- like Galarian form goal of evoking the original design, but also clearly being its own thing. Right. Um, and. You can see, yeah, like if you flatted down Articuno's forehead and put a mask on it and then like sharpened its features, that's how that's all you have to really do and change its color. Then you would have this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And then even maybe like the mask being sort of like a, uh, I guess by the time you're in Crown Tundra, you're not even in England anymore. You're in more in like, I wouldn't say Antarctica, maybe like Gr- Greenland or something. Yeah. I don't really know what. Uh, geographical area uh, you could a lot map the crown thunder too because there's a lot of ice but then there's like tropical sort of air semi-tropical areas it's weird um but i here's a fun fact about the shinies yeah do you know what they look like no they change the color palette to be like their originals oh can i get uh where are you finding this uh i found it via a leak which i can share with you i just found it okay if that's accurate and that's freaking awesome. Yeah, I, f- I found a couple of, of things uh, clarif- like confirming this. So this seems to be this seems to be real. Huh. That's fun. They've done that thing before though, where they take uh, they take the the regular or like a different version of it, and the shiny looks like the old version of it. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I still prefer purple. Uh, Articuno. Well, because isn't shiny yeah. Articuno also purple? So it just flips back and forth. <laughs> Is that true? Pretty sure. Wow. I could be full of beans. Poetry in motion. Exactly. Poetry in motion. I just said that. <laughs> mm. uh, no, it's a lighter blue. Okay. Okay. No, they don't. They don't. Unfortunately, mirror each other. Uh-huh. But. But um, Articuno is a key. Yeah. that's such a key. Galarian Articuno, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. We love you. Definitely. And and we'll keep that shiny too while we're at it. Why not? Right? Yes. I might even use this one on my team. I think I might just start make, working on like a cool legendary team. Uh, I already have added one of these Pokemon to my team. And that's... Galarian Zapdos. Holy shit. My favorite Pokemon in this entire expansion. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so good. It's just a <laughs> clean design. All aesthetics, baby. The right shade of orange you got the or- the yellow pointy claws. It looks like a road runner. There's never been it's, a better do- uh, uh, dodo Pokemon. It's a, it's 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 an angry chocobo. It's fighting flying. <laughs> I love it so much. It is everything good about the concept of a of a different form because it still evokes Zapdos, right? The main thing about Zapdos is the wings aren't wings; they're po- they're lightning. Still does that. But mm-hmm. we flipped the color, made the head a little bit different. It's more explicitly bird-like. It can't fly. <laughs> it definitely, it absolutely cannot fly. And just chasing it through the wild area, you just see this orange blur. Like It really did feel like I was Wily e. Coyote chasing the Roadrunner. And I kept mm-hmm. running into fucking bewares. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I want to chase the big bird. <laughs> Asshole. 
Well, actually, I used that tactically. I caught, uh, well, I encountered Galarian Zapdos pretty quickly. It caught, it took a while. Yeah. But the trick was getting close and then intentionally starting a fight when you're about to run out of boost. Because when you get out of the fight, Galarian Zapdos has stopped where it was standing. Oh, and true. we'll start running again, but you get a little bit of a you get a little bit of a head start. Um, another thing, I don't think we've ever brought this up for a Pokemon before, but um, one of the features of Sword and Shield is the camping, right? Oh, and in camping, Galarian Zapdos acts like a lunatic. Really? Oh, I forgot to camp with <laughs> just, these guys. Just running and freaking out everywhere, just like completely full of of adrenaline and energy, and cannot calm down. It's so cute. That's hilarious. I need to see that. I want to take all of these guys into the into the camp actually and see what they're doing. Like, what the fuck is Regieleki doing in camp? <laughs> just die. It's also fun. It's funny if you try and play fetch. Uh-huh. You can try and play fetch with other Pokemon, and like Glare and Zapdos will like run past them and shoulder them aside. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so funny. All right, if I'm gonna take him in there, uh, he's not going in there with anyone else. Don't touch my other friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, Glare and Zapdos is a is a hard keep. Um, Without in contention for one of my top ten Pokemon of all time, yeah. I love it so much. They really, they really f- like. They didn't even need to fix Zapdos. Is a cool ass design. And they were like, "No, we got it even better. We can, we we made a better Zapdos, like objectively, guys. Come on, good typing. It's the strong legs Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, is it literally? <laughs> yes, Perfect. literally. Perfect. Yeah, fighting birds always a plus. And then yeah, it works out across the board. I want to ride this thing. I want this to be my my, my mount. Uh, right, like right? like a chocobo thing, right? Exactly. Um, uh, but it also needs to be like uh. You know, sometimes in games where you ride like a wild animal and like there, you don't press forward to run. It just runs by default and you just kind of steer it. Or yeah, like <laughs> aggro like and Shadow of the Colossus where like occasionally it listens to you, but not always. <laughs> sometimes you're going to go the wrong way, but you're going to go really fast on the way there. Um, What is it? Is uh, this shiny's yellow then based on what you were saying earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Ye- yellow with and the legs turn like orange, like the like the original legs of of Zapdos and stuff. So, yeah, I respect it. It's all right. I'm not. I, you know, I'm not honestly as much in love with it. I feel like the orange colorization matches this new personality so well. Yeah. And the the yellow doesn't as much, but we can keep it. That's okay. Do you know there's a lot of shiny speculation videos? And, and posts that, on, like, Reddit and stuff before the expansions came out. That makes sense. Hmm. I can see that. Hmm. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that brings us to the third Galarian bird form, uh, which is Galarian Moltres. Um, Tra- Moltres Kushranata. Oh, I'm here. sorry. We forgot to read it. We got so excited oh, we didn't fuck. read any Pokedex entries. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with Galarian Zapdos? In the decks. Uh, one kick from its powerful legs will pulverize a dump truck. Jesus. Supposedly, this Pokemon runs through mountains at over 180 degrees. A degree? Degrees? Degrees. <laughs> Jodacorum temperature check. I was going to say. Uh, miles per hour, excuse me. <laughs> oh, Tails from Sonic. That's very fast. Holy, that's a, that's, that's a Formula One car. That's pretty fast. Uh, oh, my God. I'm and picturing then... Galarian Zapdos running on a Formula One track with the cars around him. <laughs> so good i mean it it drifts have you seen it drift yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah the little turns mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh yeah. please someone make that photoshop please Ugh. 
Uh, when its feathers rub together, they produce a crackling sound like the zapping of electricity. That's why this Pokemon is called Zapdos. No, it's called Zapdos because it's based on Zapdos. <laughs> but called, sure. called Articuno. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> we love you, Glaring uh, Zapdos. You're the new mascot of the Pokemon. It's you and... Uh, uh, and uh, what's the ooh ooh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to need to commission commission new art of like of uh like Scanline Chen like crouching like covering her head <laughs> as they both freak out in the yeah, background. Yeah, it's the it's the like Photoshop <laughs> meme where like the girl and the brothers playing the trumpet, <laughs> except it's the yes. two Zapdos and that and uh, what is that Pokemon called? An uh, Cram Cramorant. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yes. Please make that happen. We got a lot of art uh, art commissions to do here. Um, <laughs> I guess I want to make I want to get an art commission of everybody's favorite a goth dad, Galarian Moltres, the dark flying evil bird. Yeah, the malevolent Pokemon. Oh, not nice, not nice at all. I love putting these guys to sleep because they're so majestic, and then you just see their eyes closed as they're animating up and down, and like a lot of Galarian Moltres' like flare comes from its eyes, so when they're closed, it just like looks like a ball of fire, <laughs> like a, a winged fire thing. It's very funny to look at. Uh, but Galarian Moltres, definitely my least favorite of the three. Not to say it's mm-hmm. bad, but yeah, honestly, I was kind of on the fence about it mm-hmm. um, until I saw its sword entry. Oh, this Pokemon sinister flame-like aura will consume the spirit of any creature it hits. Victims will become burned-out shadows of themselves. That's some Naruto shit. Holy crap! So it incinerates you, and your shadow remains and moves around like a person. Uh, That's sick. That's so cool. Shinigami Moltres. Uh, the the sorry I got I have Gundam slash Death Note on the ma- on the mind. <laughs> the sinister aura that blazes like molten fire around this Pokemon is what inspired the name Moltres. Again, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just Moltres. They call this Pokemon Moltres because it's a huge asshole. Because <laughs> it's Trey annoying and it molts. <laughs> what? Wait, is that was that? I thought it was like molten. Is it like molts? Like a no, it's definitely wow. molten. But I just thought of that right now. No, I could. It no, it says it both. may also derive from molt. I guess I could be right. Birds, birds molt. Uh, no, birds don't molt. Bugs molt. No, birds molt. Okay, well they then there you feathers. go. It's a mi- yeah. It could be a mix. Uh-huh. Here's my thing with Glare Moltres, and this is a thing with Moltres in the game also. But like Moltres, because it's just the we talked about this when we when we went we're doing that one in 3d doesn't translate well because it's like all tummy and it's like wow the wings are really cool but then the body's like nothing and galarian moltres is like body actually looks really sleek and interesting and that pink fire on the black winged part looks so good in game oh my god it looks Mm -hmm. so good Mm -hmm. like this is a pokemon that looks much better in 3d than it does in 2d because it's i don't know the shading or something that they use is just really impressive um Mm -hmm. So when I saw this in battle, I was like, that's fucking sick. I'm looking at them right now, actually. Um, also, the move also, Fiery Wrath is great. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, also, it has the ability Berserk because it's just pissed. Um, it's got guts. I do like... So talking about like shinies, right? Yeah. Shiny Moltres. So regular Moltres looks like a chicken that's on fire. 
Um, and Shiny Moltres looks like uh, spicy chicken from KFC that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, of course, that means that Shiny Galarian Moltres looks like Moltres. And so I actually think it's a bad Shiny. Yeah, no, that's a Shiny cut. Because then, then exactly, you just are making, you're just doing Moltres. And I have Moltres and I don't like it. Big clucky bird. Wow, I can't believe we just caught a shiny legendary. Can you believe it, folks? I mean, we cut Moltres originally. True. With good reason, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, woof, woof, indeed. as they say. Oh, he's not a dog. Bark, bark, woof. Let's get this hoof. Uh, we're talking about Slowking. <laughs> Galarian Slowking, specifically. Uh-huh. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Slow. It's the Hexpert Pokemon. He's an expert in the hexes. He's one of the hex girls from that Scooby-Doo movie that everybody likes, and they're horny for the hex girls. Um, Galarian Slowking. I didn't even encounter this one. I don't think it's in the wild. I think you have to evolve Slowking a certain way. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to do a special special evolution of the King of Slow, or not of of actually Galarian Slow. Right. The Galarian. The thing you get from the Isle of Armor now evolves. Excuse me. Right. Well, it already did. It evolved into Galarian Slow Slow Bro. Bro. Which had like the blaster arm, remember? Oh, sure. Yes. Like yes, Samus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Man. Which did we quorum that? Did we quorum that? I don't remember. It's been hundreds of years. I am checking. We may need to retroactively do that. I am having d- trouble finding it because the spreadsheet is too big. Thanks, Pokemon Company. I don't let's have just, like a crystal just... clear memory of of it. Uh we did not do Galarian Slowbro. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we are going to do Galarian Slowbro right now. Retroactive Pokemon coverage. Galarian Slowbro has a gun. <laughs> the purple is weird, right? The purple's weird. It's 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 unusual, right? It's it's a it's a bit of a I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this friend. I definitely like Larian Slowking more, just to show my hand a little bit. Uh, but let me see if there's, like, entries for Galar Slowbro. There are. A Shelder Bite set off a chemical reaction with the spices inside Slowbro's body, can, causing it to become a poison-type Pokemon. Well, they talk about, you know, like, Slowpoke Tails being, like, a special delicacy. Oh, sure, Having sure. spices in there makes, yeah, has tasty flavor that oozes out of the tail, blah, blah, blah. Um... If this Pokemon squeezes the tongue of the shelter biting it, the shelter will launch a toxic liquid from the tip of its shell. Um, Ew. Yeah, because it's, it's the arm cannon. It's the gun, yeah. Does, sh- does Slowbro need a gun? Because Mega Slowbro owns. Mega Slowbro's like, help! Just eternally. We didn't do Galarian Slowpoke either. Oh, we didn't? Well, that's nothing. There's nothing to say about that fucker. Yeah, uh, Galarian Slowpoke is a cut. That's a cut. It's nothing. It's got a yellow forehead. It's cute in the game when it's like the first thing you see of the Isle of Armor, but that's nothing, guys. Come on. Um, Honestly, I would cut Galarian Slowbro as well. I think I I'm would not, too. I love I love I'm it has sold. a gun, but we already have talked so much about how the Shelter thing is weird and doesn't make a lot of sense, and they're clearly just looking for other things to do with that. 
but Mm -hmm. the purple just seems like we're adding color for the sake of color and maybe it's like you know and to show that it's poison like all the poison Mm -hmm. is starting to take over so it's forehead and hands and extremities are turning purple but uh, I'm not particularly sorry but it's nothing it's nothing here I'm seeing nothing but a cut but you know what I think we are going to keep is Galarian Slow King. Is it the cloak? It's the cloak, right? Uh, is it the shoes? Is it? Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, no, I think I think the cloak does really do this. The Galarian Slow King uh, wears the shelter on its head and looks like it's a dominar, uh, like in Farscape or something. It's, an, it's a cruel and malevolent ruler with pretty eyes the eyes of the shelter become the eyes it no longer has to use the slope of eyes yeah to me that's what does it is the is the shelter like sliding down over the face this works this works better mm-hmm. this is like i we are now assuming control like this is what happens if you leave a head crab zombie on for like six hours <laughs> um a combination of toxins and the shock of evolving has increased shelter's intelligence to the point that shelter now controls slow king that's scary. I'm scared right now, folks. While chanting strange spells, this Pokemon combines its internal toxins with what it has eaten, creating strange potions. Potion seller? Is this the potion seller Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clearly. I would uh, this is this is the kind of Pokemon that goes, What are you buying? And then like has tinctures for me. Kind of unsettling. Poison psychic, pretty good typing also. Like every everything bad. makes sense. Everything every idea that they came up with with the Galar Slowpoke and Slowbro stuff has suddenly clicked, and I feel like I'm looking at the the culmination of a design philosophy. Mm-hmm. Looking real quick uh, for its shiny to see if I can figure out what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the cape and the air that that sort of upper torso area turns more blue, and its uh, pink part of its body pops a little more. And that gem turns red like the original Slow King. Um, okay, it's fine. And I guess, I guess I would, I would not make a decree. I don't feel strongly about the shiny. About about the shiny specifically. Okay, right, right. Um, but we'll keep Slow King, Galarian Slow King. I'm here for it. Evolve Slowpoke Galarian form. Okay, but how do you evolve Slowpoke? Uh, use the Galerica wreath, which you get from the Galerica twigs from the Isle of Armor. You combine them into the wreath, I believe. And then, but doesn't that give you the other one? Doesn't that give you slow bro? I th- that makes sense, but I don't think that's true. Okay. Which is I I can't ex- I listen I can't explain it. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me let me check. You're... Oh, okay. No, there's there's a cuff and there's a wreath. Those are different. Oh, sets. that makes sense. So the wreath gives okay. you this. The cuff gives you slow bro. That's a fun uh-huh. way to. That's a fun uh-huh. enough way to do it. Because then you have to trade with your friends. You can't have both. Uh, you can't have both. You trade with our. Right. You have to trade with a lady, who gives you with the, you give her twigs and she gives mm-hmm. you a wreath in exchange. Apparently, twig farming. That's what I'm told. In in little China. Um. So, we get to move on. We get to talk about some actually new. Pokemon. First off, a Pokemon that we passed on last time because it wasn't in the game. Zarud is here. Are we prepared to talk about Zarud? Sure. 
it's it's <laughs> it's now going to be in the game because um I just saw today it's going to be like distributed via email newsletter. I'm a sap and I'm going to get it, guys. Uh, but I don't think it needs to literally be in the game right now. Though you could watch the trailer of it if you want to see it in action. They just put out a trailer mm-hmm. literally as of today, this recording. Uh, it's rude. It's going to be this the legendary star of the new Pokemon movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it's the Rogue Monkey Pokemon. <laughs> Do you know what its ability is? Uh, I don't know. It's Jungle Healing. Ooh, baby, got jungle healing. Yeah, I got jungle healing. It's a ability that like works like a full restore. It fully heals you and uh, removes status effects to you and your partner. So in doubles, it's potentially devastating. I just wow. sent you the trailer. Yeah, that's very strong. Um, but also, if you're playing doubles, you're not allowed to use legendaries. Oh, true. True, 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 true. Um, yeah, uh, there's also a variant uh, there is from from the from the movie that I don't think still hasn't come out, right? Yeah, we saw a trailer today that was like it's still gonna co- going to come out, but uh, it's Dada Zarud, and you're like, oh, is it a, a Darude that's Dadaist? No. no, it's a Rude that's it's a Darude that's playing dad. It's being somebody's dad. It's the Jungle Man's Jungle Kid's dad. It's it's Mowgli's dad. They really are just fucking doing the Jungle Book. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> shameless. <laughs> Um, I'm uh, reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. Uh, Dada Zarud, I hate saying that. Uh, has a pink. <laughs> has a pink. This, 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 these comments bode well for whether we're about to cut this Pokemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> what's legendary about this? Um, it's dark grass type, and that's strong. Yeah, it has entries. Oh, because it's you can get it now. I think. Or wait, huh. I guess. Jungle Zarud was available in August. GameStop Zarud. That's a different. It's one. available right now, starting today. Oh fuck! You better get your ass to to Mars. Uh, GameStop. I'm not. And get a GameStop Zarud in Europe. In Europe. No, it says worldwide. <laughs> and then I looked at it and said, GameStop Zarud is being distributed to players in Europe. I don't. Right. I'll look into this. I plan to get this at some point point is um i think i'm curious about the movie it's probably gonna be really stupid but uh zarud as a pokemon is fine zarud as a legendary terrible zero out of ten Wait, what if we just made it not legendary oh that's an interesting proposition proposition i mean like even even the pokedex entries are like oh it lives in packs and it's like if there are packs of these things then what is legendary legendary <laughs> yeah what are you talking about? What you mean is you didn't want to give it to us. <laughs> you, you, just, you just didn't put it in the decks at the time. And like, listen, that's valid. You're allowed to not give us things, yeah. but that doesn't make something legendary. <laughs> when the, the the vines on its body tear off, they become nutrients in the soil, helping the plants of the forest grow. It's nice. Oh god, read me the read me the deck entries for Dada Zarud, please. This Zarud left its pack to raise a human child. The cloth Zarud would wrap the child with has a comforting scent that calmed the child's crying. What do you think it smells like? What's comforting? Uh, rose petals. This Zarud's special strength stems from its love and care for an orphaned human child that the Pokemon has raged since the child's infancy. So this is like... Kratos. (laughs) This is what? Kratos. Okay. 
<laughs> it says Zarud, and it translates to boy. Uh, boy. <laughs> uh, we hate the new God of War here, for the record. Yeah, just to be clear. That's a shit-ass game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's- yeah, let's just keep it as a not legendary and cut Dada Zarud, because I don't know why we would keep it. You know, it's funny. I wanted to see if it was Zarude, just to be annoying, but I plugged the Japanese into into a translator. It's Sarudo. And it's also it's a it's a portmanteau of Saru for monkey and rude. Sarudo. Yeah. Rude monkey. Uh, I love it. Wait, what if we kept Dada Zarude but not regular Zarude? Why? Because the color is better? Yeah, it's got a little scarf on. I do like That's the little cute. scarf. The scarf what has if, enough What if this was a Pokemon that had a predisposition to adopting orphan children? And then there's like a whole backstory about Kangaskhan, like dropping a kid somewhere. And then Dada Zarud is like, I give me the child. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be so weird. Oh, these screenshots of it holding a (laughs) fucking human child. This movie's going to fuck me up, yo. Ugh, why did you make this? I want it. I want it in my party and I want it to be my friend because jungle healing seems like a cool ability. And I want every legendary eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Sarud's special strength stems from its love and care for... Oh, you already said this. Um, uh, it's shiny. Uh, oh, yeah. It just, um, it just has a like a brown... The part that's dark gray is just brown now. In the middle. Oh, oh, the sure. Chest. Sort of like a, like a tan. Oh, yuck. Uh, it works okay, but I don't think it's very good, honestly. It looks um, more overall, like a... Overall, it looks more like a monkey. A, a monkey. <laughs> Yeah, so let's let's keep. Are you down for this this power play of keeping Dada Zarud only? Yes, definitely. Okay, sick. Now let's talk about some new Reggies. So these two brought me back on board with Reggies. I was, yeah. I was, you, you know, you've heard me on the show. Yep. I'm anti Reggie, but maybe Reggies are all right. I agree, hundred percent. These are very cool Reggies. Reggie Ileki. Uh, and Reggie Drago. Reggie Lucky is the highest speed Pokemon of any in the game. Did you know that? Wow. I mean, it is just lightning. I mean, there's no, you know, body to slow it down. But, but like uh, canonically, well, not canonically and statistically, it's the highest speed Pokemon. Uh, that's part of why I picked it. And also, I like it when you take the dark ones and I take the fun ones. <laughs> oh, good. I, I forgot I forgot which one you did, and I got Reggie Drago. Perfect. But also, my save got reverted, so it hardly matters. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> when you do it again, make sure you get Reggie Drago so I can, so I can okay. have my Reggie Gigas, my normal type friend. Um, Reggie Ilecki is the Electron Pokemon. It... You, I love that you can tell it's a Reggie. Just all you really need is a circ of semicircular body and uh, the dots. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all that it takes to be a to be a Reg a Reginald. Um, mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is like these hands. I think are just v- electric rods that are vibrating very quickly. I think that's the what, well. I know. I know it has the the, the rings right. They're they're pa- like... they're power limiters. Right. Exactly. Which is so. Sick. Um, so I think in general, like like Reggie Alecki is the electricity itself, and then just limiters are piled on it. Uh, yeah, Sword Pokedex. This Pokemon is a cluster of electrical energy. It's said that removing the rings on Reggie Alecki's body will unleash this Pokemon's latent power. I love that that says that, and then 
it's like that's like look how we limited it and then shield is like its entire body is made up of a single organ that generates electrical energy reggie like is capable of creating all of galar's electricity like holy eat shit. your heart about that one episode of evangelion where they need all of japan's power yeah it's a power <laughs> a sniper rifle they just need the Lucky. so easy <laughs> so easy guys come on um this one's i think getting pretty popular and competitive it's so i just love it i love this they figured out how to do reggies y'all yeah this is this is good and also uh the other thing is seeing like the reggies in the the art style like the the renders of sword and shield i think has been pretty compelling too yeah yeah having reggie steel like they you know part of the pokedex for reggie steel is that it's like actually like despite being very hard it's actually quite stretchy and the way it animates shows that where it's its arms and stuff move and where you're like oh wow this does not move like a block of steel the hands um, yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, yeah i i i like the animation i'm looking at it right now in game the animation for reggie lecky is each of its legs are like cartoon lightning bolts and it just bounces back and forth on them endlessly it never like sits down mm-hmm. he's a bouncy friend i love this one yeah here's the interesting fact tell me uh, the shiny for Regieleki, uh, the Pokemon itself doesn't change color at all. Oh. Only the limiters. The limiters turn white. Oh, cool. Like white hot. I don't think it looks very good, though. Oh, never mind. I mean, you know, you... Listen. See for yourself. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Oh, sure. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, Vanilla. The blue, the blue adds a good t- flair. I always, I need like good flair in my my Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I think, I think actually this is this that's a that's a whiff on the shiny. I'm gonna say no on that shiny. I agree. Okay. Oh, I forgot to write that. Uh, for Dada Zarud, make not legendary. <laughs> uh, now, my friend. Reggie Drago. So, is the right hand... The right hand is definitely bigger than the left. Right? Yeah, it's the top and bottom halves of a jaw. Oh, I didn't catch it. It's... Oh, that's very Yeah, if very you look fun. at it, it looks almost like a Charizard's head. Yeah, if you look at it... If you turn your head 40, like 90 degrees to the left, that's just... Yeah, exactly. It's it's eating Reggie Drago. Ivan Reggie Drago. It's eating itself. Yeah. You know, Six, an yeah. academic theory once proposed that Reggie Drago's arms were once the head of an ancient dragon. The theory remains unproven. Yeah, it's probably it's probably Char, Char like an old Charizard. They only know how to make one dragon head in this game, apparently. Uh its body is <laughs> its its body is composed of crystallized dragon energy. It's said to have the powers of every dragon Pokemon. That's a lot of powers. Even wait, even Gudra. <laughs> yeah, well, when when uh, when Reggie Giga, Reggie Drago, excuse me, uh, takes a nap, that's it channeling Gudra. Oh, I think it's all gross and it's like sticky. I love it. Mm-hmm. I like this uh, as the Ur Dragon. That's okay. It's fine with me. It's shiny form. The uh, the the mouth around it turns to sort of more of a blue gray. Um, I think it's fine. I don't have any strong feelings. Uh, in general, or just about this Pokemon? About the about the shiny. Okay. Uh, Reggie Drago's great. I actually like I like the shiny a little bit a little bit more than the base because the the 
it makes the dragon head look more in line with the color of the eyes. Huh. Yeah, I kind of like the way that it, it contrasts. I like the pop of the contrast, yeah. but um, yeah, we can definitely keep that shiny. Yeah, I'm here for it. Pocket Century wise, nothing too crazy. Um, and you like good move sets? It's the only known Pokemon capable of using the move Dragon Energy, which is basically a fuck off laser beam. The lower wow, the that looks sick. It does. Have the you seen the graphics for this move? Yeah, 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 yeah. It opens the mouth. It turns the mouth sideways and shoots it. That's very sick. It shoots a big purple beam, and then there's a fucking <laughs> mushroom cloud. I mean, there's not a mushroom cloud, but there's a big purple explosion with a lot of bloom. The lower the user's HP, the lower the power. So this is like a good opener, I think. Mm. That's cool. I feel like we usually have moves that work the other way around, so I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like desperation-style moves, where this is just like, no, I am on top, and I will stay here. Dragons, yes, exactly. Dragons with a fuck-off laser beam are good. To me. To me, to me, to me. Gyarados, use hyper beam attack, as they say. What was I just uh, using today that said I wanted to learn hyper beam? And I was like, I love hyper beam, but I can't do this to you. <laughs> one of the new legendaries was like trying hyper to. Hyper beam, one of the coolest moves, but not very good. Not useful. <laughs> exactly. I want to see the animation like once, but then I'm, I'm good. It mm. was it was Reggie Lecky. I It got to like level 75 or something, 73. Mm. And I was like, I guess you should learn hyper beam, but. I need you to new keep Thunder Cage or whatever your signature move is. Thunder Cage is not that cool. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Well, you know what else we have to talk about? We have to talk about some horses, some wild horses. How do they line this up? Did oh they do two the both horses and then their their rider rider meet horse right. horse meet rider. Yes, exactly. The rider forms are considered forms of Calyrex. Okay, so we can do the horses first then. Um, like we were saying earlier, you get one of these depending on which seed you plant in the Crown Tundra. So you either get Glastrier or Spectrier. Spectrier? Uh, something, something like that. I think, I think, now I think I like visually Spectrier a little bit more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Uh, but you picked Glastrier, so Glastrier part of your yeah. part of your ongoing trend of making me pick the grim dark option. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, Glastrier looks cool in two D. Does not look very cool in three D. It's very white. It's very plain looking. Mm. Um, it's got it's it does have one really dope ability that looks awesome, uh, which is called like Ice Lance, where it like pulls a lance out of the side and then just like rams you through with it, and looks very very good in game. It's a good uh, Gigantamax fighter. But one interesting thing with it is I like its shiny form a fair oh, yeah? bit. Um, it looks very similar, but there's something about like them like subtly changing the blues and the whites where now it works for me in a way that the original art did not as much. It looks more realistic almost. Like, it looks yeah, more like real looks, ice. Yeah, it looks like sleek and and yeah, I like that. That mm -hmm. looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what we got for Pokédex entries? Uh, Glastrier has tremendous physical strength, and the Mask of Ice covering its face is 100 times harder than Diamond. Diamond's not that hard. You ain't shit. It uh, okay, well, let, let me try this then. Glastrier emits an immense, intense cold from its hooves. It's also a belligerent Pokémon. Anything it wants, it takes by force. Megan the Stallion. I mean, it is the wild horse Pokemon. Okay. 
Uh, as the resident horse girl of the podcast six, uh, do you like mm-hmm. these these this horse? I mean, I don't know that this is a great horse, but it's still a horse, and so I like. By it. default, it's liked. You have to work pretty hard as a horse to make me dislike you. Yeah. Um, and even then, perhaps I'll just be like, "Oh, it's shy." Aw, <laughs> I will taint it as it like crushes my, breaks my foot. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> wholesome. Yeah, it's weird because like, do we need both? Because I think Spectre is so much better, but I don't dislike this. I think it kind of looks like someone splashed water in its face, and then the water froze in midair. Like it looks like it walked into ice, which I think is a great idea. Um, how about okay? How about this? Mm. We we say keep, but in the notes we're like just just give me a little more. Yeah, give me like a it cool needs a racing little more stripe. Detail. <laughs> I'll take a racing stripe. Thank you guys. Thank you developers. Just just a little more detail, please, on that on that main body. Mm-hmm. A little more to latch on to. Oh my God, six. Yeah, it's keep with a caveat. I think a hundred percent, and keep it shiny. Uh-huh. Um, I just looked at Spectrier, and. It's. I did not see it shiny until right now. Oh my God! Spectre and Shiny Spectre are two lesbians. <laughs> They're dating, and you can't tell me otherwise. Holy smokes! Uh, so let's talk about some interesting points here. Um, it doesn't have physical hooves. Oh my God! I didn't notice until right now. What the fuck? It has ghost hooves Wh- its legs just stop and then there are ghost hooves what the fuck <laughs> i did not notice that's so creepy it's a ghost pokemon uh it has permanently closed eyes with heavy eyeliner love it uh it has like a white and purple mane oh. that is like like locks of like damp depressed hair uh spectre owns wow emo horse red horse shiny it probes its surroundings with all its senses to save one. It doesn't use its sense of sight. Spectre's kicks are said to separate soul from body. <laughs> As it dashes through the night, Spectre absorbs the life force of sleeping creatures. It craves silence and solitude. Hell yes, my friend. This is your friend. This is if Six Detmar was, again, give me another, I need another art commission. Draw Six as like the ghost type leader with a cool mask. And then have it have have six like standing next to a spectrier, or them. just put a pair of pink glasses on a spectrier. <laughs> Perfect. That's six and spectrier together. There you go. Uh, six trier. Oh, sure. That's nothing. That's no. That's nothing. You don't have to. You don't have to give me. No, that no. One. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> is this your fursona? Uh, no, my fursona is uh, uh, historically a crow. Okay. But that's just because I have to have one. You know, I'm not. That's not really my scene. No, no, no. No, nothing against, nothing for. It just is a scene that I am not generally part of. Fair enough. Live your lives. Mine would be a wolf. <laughs> Ability, Grim Nay. <laughs> That's such a good name. Oh, really? Grim Nay? <laughs> yeah. The Pokemon knocks Grim out a target, nay. utters a terrifying Nay, which boosts its special attack. Is there a way I can like play its cry? I would love to hear this cry. I don't know how to, I don't know how Cerebi works. I don't use Cerebi usually. Although we basically have to switch to this because Bulbapedia is slacking. Uh, it's fine. I'll uh, it okay, I've, I've. Oh, you have it? Holy shit! You have it? Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me. Holy shit! <laughs> Whoa! This is like a like a bell at the end. <laughs> it like lasts. That's so cool. That's that's exactly like headless horror. I just watched uh. Sleepy Hollow, the 90s movie, the Tim Burton movie. And this is way cooler than that movie, honestly. 
Damn. <laughs> like, oh, shit. It's like three dead horses chanting. I unfor- So here's the downside is uh, <laughs> you, you turn this into me, your teacher, this draft, and I give it back to you and I just say no notes. A plus. <laughs> no notes. A plus. Don't, take, don't make a second draft. Don't touch it. No changes. You did everything right. You got the eyes right. You got the hair color right. You got the shiny right. Flawless victory. Don't, t- don't touch a thing. Spectrum. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful legendary. Deser- deserves the title, honestly, of legendary, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Damn. Um, six, we have one, la- one last dex entry with, with two we friends, do. with two forms. Two, yeah, two bonus form. Bonus soda. Bon- oh my uh, God. We're talking about number. <laughs> we're talking about number eight ninety eight Calyrex. I've met that developer multiple times. Hi, Will. If you're listening to this, <laughs> he's very nice. Um, Calyrex is the mascot of the the Crown Tundra DLC because their head looks like a crown, sort of, or a bulb. I think it's a bulb more than a crown. Or like a like yeah, an old I, like old like British crown, you know. It's interesting because when this like when they were officially of re- revealing these DLC and they showed us Calyrex for the first time, I thought it looked like garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's another one of those ones where like in three D and moving around, you kind of like it has this movement where it it does like it's a psychic type and you can like it is levitating like with the the head being the point that is stable and its legs are just kind of dangling from there in a way that makes it work i think <laughs> i almost think this would make a cool villain in, or like a cool fodder enemy in like a house of the dead game you shoot it mm. and its head explodes and like kills a bunch of zombies like this thing is sure it's creepy the necklace works the it's sort of deer like Mm-hmm. You know those that that crown almost like looks like deer horns, uh, and then the bulb is just gigantic, and it's not that big. I think the scale of it in game works really well because it looks like it can. The legs are like that so that it can just ride something. It's 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 lower mm-hmm. body is meant to be mm-hmm. just part of the the thing it's riding. Um, it's a king. It's a harvest king. Um, uh, Calyrex is a merciful Pokemon pro- capable of providing healing and blessings. It reigned over the Galar region in times of yore. The king of Galar. Calyrex is known in legend as a king that ruled over Galar in ancient times. It has the power to cause hearts to mend and plants to spring forth. Calyrex, bring back my ex-wife. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Calyrex is cool. The mind possession thing, I'm iffy on it. Overall, I like it. We haven't been talking about Japanese names. It's fine. We don't have to go back. But its Japanese name is Bad Rex. Bad Rex. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say that's Bad Rex, which is better than Calyrex, honestly. I think Calyrex has a ring to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. What is, what's the, this is why we need both Bulbapedia and Serbia. What's Calyrex the portmanteau of? What do you think before I tell you? Uh, Caliber and Rex. Oh, Calyx is Latin for bud. Oh, okay. That that works. All right. I'm here for it. Okay. So King Bud, or Bud King, rather. Mm-hmm. And Bud Rex. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bud King. That's why Bad Rex or Bad Durex is like Bud Rex. So they should say Bud instead of doing it in Latin. <laughs> the Budweiser King. <laughs> He's also known as the High King. Woo! And that's why his friend is called Heineken. Um, 
Mm. Oh, I didn't even notice until just now that Calix sort of has like a wing situation or like a cloak in the back. Yeah, I feel like it's supposed to be a cloak. I think. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because the way the way the way it moves um, in animation is it sort of like dangles behind it and bobs a little bit as it bobs. Do you like it on the back of a horse? Yeah, I do. Well, depends on the horse. Let's talk about first Ice Rider Calrix. This one matches better. Uh huh. This this one's uh, <clears throat> as as some fashion designers might say, this one could be said to be a little too matchy matchy by the way the shiny is nothing for any of these so i'm just going to go ahead and say that we're not keeping any shinies it just turns a little more yeah yellow. i was gonna say it's just i barely i didn't even notice it was like a seek and find mm-hmm. uh ice rider calyrex is ice psychic which is a deadly deadly typing um and it's fun to play with in my game this is actually the one that uses the lance it doesn't have the lance until it becomes a fusion with calyrex Mm. These were framed as like you're gonna fuse Pokemon in uh, in the promotion material, which is not accurate. It just gets on its horse. Get on your bikes and ride. But it takes up one slot, so mechanically speaking, it's a fusion. True. You no longer have Glastrier when you get. Uh, but you can you can break them up, right? You can use a key item to break them up again. Yeah, the you, the reins I think you can use to separate them if you want. I haven't done that, mm-hmm. but I believe you can do that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Calorex. Okay, okay. I, 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 I think it works better than regular um, ice rear. Actually, I think it. I think it is more visually striking because uh, the 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 lack of detail in the middle is made up for by having a tiny little rider, a little friend. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Shadow Rider Calorex looks like if you look at the art of it. It just looks like a like a sort of digi like a fifth tier Digimon. Digimon. That was my best attempt at the intro instrumental of the Digimon theme. Uh, um, this is the first time you've Digimoned me. I know. I know. It's a big moment. I had to do it someday. And I don't know if you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cut. Let's cut the well, but Shadow Rider—that's just a good term. Shadow Rider Calrex, Calrex, and like I mean, you know, we like the Pokemon individually, mm-hmm. and we kept them both, but like they're not allowed to to join forces. That doesn't feel right. I could just like I could I could say keep and then put in the sh- the the notes side eye. Yeah, the the deck entry for Shadow Rider is really good though. Legend says that by using its power to see all events from past to future, this Pokemon saved the creatures of a forest from a meteor strike. I believe that's in the story. I believe I remember them talking about a meteor in the story. Uh, that's, yeah, definitely keep with an asterisk. Yeah, that's really cool. The Like, the detail of, uh, like, so ga- the Gala region is, of course, supposed to be, you know, Europe. England, yeah. right? Yeah. But the, the detail of, like, Oh, it used to be a uh, used to be like Greenland, and then Calyrex like changed it. Yeah, is a really cool. And turned detail. it to Iceland. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So it's still not England. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's neat. I I like the lore behind this, and you know what, Alan? Mm-hmm. As we sit here at the end of 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 the now now the end of the Pokedex, because if I hit the next arrow, it's just going to take me back to Bulbasaur. Um. I feel pretty optimistic about the future of Pokemon. Me too. Like I said earlier, this um, 
this expansion definitely sets the bar for Pokemon expansions of the future. Um, I don't think like they need to do this for the rest of the games. I still think the wild area, no matter how much you develop it and fill it with secrets and surprises, is still not as good as well-designed maps that you explore mm-hmm. in, two, in uh, either 2.5D or 2D space. I still like the maps in Sword and Shield that aren't the wild area, but now having done both of these expansions, it's been like six months since I've seen the top-down view. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, you mm-hmm. don't do that anymore. Now it's all camera manipulation, and I know that's that's what a lot of Pokemon fans wanted out of the franchise, so they said, okay, here's just two expansions that are only wild area perspective. I, If they're going to do that, it needs to be on a platform that's stronger than the Switch. It has to be on Nintendo's next. Like, they can't... I don't think they can advance that technology much further within the Switch unless they stylize it more or shrink the maps or something, because... Well, I mean, we've had games that can handle it just fine. I mean, like, I don't think there's anything about Breath of the Wild... I was just about to say that. works on the Switch. Yeah. So I think it might be a case where the engine can't keep up with it, right? Yeah. And, like, listen, I... So, first of all, neither of us are game designers, right? Mm -hmm. Um... And also, like, there is a element of, like, we don't know the real limitations going on behind the scenes here, right? Maybe there's a degree to which, like, sure, Breath of the Wild can do that because you can't pick from any one of almost 900 different links, right? Like, there's there's a lot going on in Pokemon that people don't give it credit for. And I think I have historically given, uh, Game Freak shit because I feel like their their code hasn't been up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that it's a hard job. It's a harder than a lot of us give it credit for. And there's probably a reason they don't do things. Right. They, you know? they has to be, yeah, to fit in all of this stuff. And I think they're putting development time in these expansions, like I said, into the right things, like developing raid battles to be more fun and less grindy and making the wild areas fun. Uh, I still don't think they run extremely well, but that's, again, just a, an engine thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Adding the right types of event Pokemon, like adding story here and there where it matters. Um, I think if you like tackled maybe like the, it feels like the first gen on a new platform is always going to be a little bit rough. So like maybe Gen 9 is going to be amazing. Maybe, maybe. They can be helpful for that. I just hope they have the time, right? That is my eternal wish for Game Freak. I believe in your talents. I think you have shortcomings, but I believe in your talents, and I just hope you're given the time to make the thing you want to make. Pokemon is one of... I can... Go ahead. I can wait. <laughs> yes, exactly. I can wait. Pokemon is one of my favorite franchises in the world. In the world, folks. And I'm placated by a legendary every three to four or five months. Like, that's enough for me. Or a tiny little thing. Or, like, a little tournament that I can watch. Or a new movie that's coming out in a couple weeks. I don't need a brand new game every six months. And your player base doesn't need it either. The competitive scene for this game is still going strong. Uh, People are still playing it and talking about it. And we're still doing this podcast. Like, Pokemon is doing fine. They should really take a break and put a lot of effort into making the next one revolutionary and impressive in a way that they haven't been before. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. To me, that's what I think. Um, uh, but Alan. But six. I would like to hear, here at the end of, of all things, as the world crashes down around us, uh, where can people find you and your work on the internet? 
As long as the world turns, you can find me on another podcast called Chats, a television podcast. That's C-H-A-T-C, a television podcast. My friend and John and I, who are both Pokemon fans, uh, and Mijon's actually been on the quorum before, so you should go back and listen to those apps. Uh, we talk about television way too much. We watch too much TV, and we talk about it too much. And you should listen to our immense efforts there. Uh, it's really fun and funny, and I think if you like our sort of humor style here, you'll enjoy that even more. Um and then I'm also on another podcast with six uh, called the Garnet Wager, which is a nightmare podcast where we watch a Korean game show. And uh, the back end of what that show really is, is growing steadily every single week. But uh, the Korean game show at the core of it is good. And I get to talk about a TV show with my friends, which like I said earlier, I love doing. So check out those two shows wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more of my fun dulcet tones. Uh, I just looked at. Hmm. It seems like like uh, Ice Rider Calyrex can go below absolute zero. Jotokorm temperatures, baby. Uh, it says f- 500 deg- degrees below zero, which is, I believe, below absolute zero. Um, <laughs> but anyway. A little bit. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at 6Detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. But really, I think the good stuff... If you want to get the good stuff from me, you go to scanlinemedia.com or you go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia where I do podcasts, I occasionally do articles, sometimes we stream, we do lots of work, and we do it all for you out of love. Brilliant. Six, I haven't said Uh, it in a while. Yeah, I was, you know what? I was wondering actually what, wait, what do you mean? What is there to say? Well, folks, I say this part too, but now more than ever, please keep this in mind in your day to day. This is a game for kids, so let's be adults. Peace. Peace.